All right. Welcome to the underground, a place to hear the word of God before you go six feet underground. A place to get into the word of God so the word of God can get into you. This is where repentance starts, where revival begins. Who am I? I'm just the voice of one calling out saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The underground. I hope everybody is doing well today. Hope everybody had a good day. When you begin, to, uh, when you come in, go ahead and put it on mute for me, please. When you come in, go ahead and put it on mute for me. All right. All right. Man. Like I said, I hope everybody had a good day. I hope you had an opportunity to give God thanks. Thank him for his mercy. Thank him for his grace. Thank him for his forgiveness. Thank him for his love, his tender care. You know, these are things that, I mean, we should just every morning when we getting up, we just give God thanks for that. Thank him for allowing us to be able to walk. Thank him for allowing us to be able to talk. You know what I mean? So easy things, you know, I want us to start getting in the habit of when we first wake up, you guys, we are just thanking God for another day. We thanking him. We're able to see. We're able to taste. We're able to feel. We're able to stand up. You know, we're able to digest our food. Right. We're able to hear things, smell things, these little things that we, you know, we may take for granted because we get them so freely. But God wants us to begin to be able to be thankful for these things. See, when we begin to be thankful for these little things, it, it starts to break down that entitlement mindset, that entitlement spirit of, you know, I deserve to have this or I should have this or this should be going on in my life. See, when we start to be thankful for the little things, you know, it just it keeps us before God in a grateful spirit. Ain't nothing like being around grateful people. Ain't nothing like doing things for people who appreciate it. One of the worst things to do is just try to please somebody who ungrateful. I don't know if you've ever been in that situation in your life, but if you keep living, you might run across a couple people like that. It ain't never enough. It's never good enough. It's never good enough for certain people. And that can drain you. It can make it feel like you're just, uh, you're never doing enough. You're never important enough. Everything you do, somebody complaining about it. Or everything you say, somebody want to nitpick about it. Or you wear this, they got something to say. You you want to listen to this, they got something to say. I mean, just ungrateful about it, everything you do. Been there, it's not a good feeling. So this is why we don't want to take that attitude to God. We never want to take that attitude to God. We want to begin to form a relationship with God where we can be close friends. Got a couple of verses on that. John 15 and 15 says, no longer do I call you servants for the servant does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends for all that I have heard from my father. I have made known to you. John 15 and 13 says, greater love has no one than this. Greater love has no one than this, 
that someone lay down his life for his friends. Proverbs 17 and 17 says a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. John chapter 15 and 14 says, you are my friends. You are my friends. This is God talking to us, y'all. He said, you are my friends if you do what I command you. Now, I don't know about y'all, but it, it's cool to have a lot of friend requests. It's cool to have a lot of friends following me or doing those, you know, on your on your platforms, on your social media. It's cool to have a lot of friends at your school, at your job, in this world. I get it. But it ain't nothing like being a friend of God. You see what I'm saying? I remember Abraham had the privilege of being a friend of God. That, that, that's something special. In James chapter 2 and verse 23, it says, And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him as righteousness. And he was called a friend of God. Ooh, a friend of, I mean I mean that's that's that, that's show buddy God that's who you talk to when you got a problem that's who you call on yeah you got a lot of contacts but you know when you got an issue going on you go straight to the source you go straight to God you go straight to God and my prayer is before anyone of us in here tonight or all those who are listening around the world my prayer for you is that you will become a friend of God, a friend of Jesus, because he's offering in that relationship with you. He's offering that relationship with you, my brothers. He's offering that relationship with you, my sister, that you become a friend of God before you die tonight, before you die next year, before you die in 10 years. We don't know when we go die. But before you die, I want you to take that opportunity to become a friend of God. The underground. Let's go. Let's do this. Welcome to the underground. Wanted to pay tribute to some people, man. But yeah, you can have all the friends in the world, but when it's your time to clock out of here, I hope you was a friend of God. I hope you was a friend of God. Because that's all that matters. When God comes in the middle of the night, when God comes in the middle of the day, cool of the day, and snatch your soul from your body. See, we don't know when he going to come snatch that soul up out of us, y'all. So I hope that you are taking your relationship with God seriously. Because we have a, a we have sometimes in our uh, idolized relationship culture, 
we idolize relationships over God all the time. We do, y'all. And, and that can be a problem. So I just want to make sure you you spending more time on, on, on trying to build your relationship with God. You know, I just want to uh, just talk about that with y'all just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, I'm not going to be too long. I know y'all like he always say that. But two hours later, we still up in here. <laughs> I'm serious. Y'all. I, I'm, I'm really not going to try to be. I'm, I'm going to try to get in and out because I know some of y'all want to watch Monday Night Football. I know some of y'all want to, you know, uh, y'all got things y'all got to do. But I, I, I'm for real, for real. Pray for me. I'm really not going to try to be long. You know, I know y'all. I know it. I know y'all saying, OK, yes, that's the only reason I don't like coming. He takes too long. <laughs> he be talking for two hours. Like, God. But, you know, let me tell you why. Hey, look, when I was out there just, just doing what I do. Man, let me tell you, I, I can hit the, I used to hit the streets around 9 o'clock, 9 to 10 o'clock, right? And can be out the whole night to the next morning. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to the after hours, after hours. That was me. That was all me. Yeah, yeah, I was going to the after hours, after hours. You ever been out and, 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 and you felt like hey, hey, it wasn't enough people who seen your outfits? Huh? I'm just, I just want to talk to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You feel what I'm saying? You was out and you like, wait a minute. Somebody got to see me. Somebody got to see this new outfit I got on. Somebody got to see this fresh fade. Somebody got to see this fresh uh hair, my hair braided, my edges looking right. Uh-uh. What else open? And that was me. So when it comes to the world, I got that same motivation, though, when it comes to the word. I can just go and go. Energize the bunny. So that's why I be up in here just talking, y'all, because I, I mean, I got that same spirit. It's just now I'm doing it for the kingdom. I'm just doing it for the kingdom. So, you know what I'm saying? That's all it is. That's all it is. But anyways, hey, real quick, somebody take your nutty, uh, your nutty professor finger and type in the comment section if you can hear me good. Just before I keep going. Yeah. Take your big Shirley finger from Mart and let me know if you hear me good. Yep. OK. OK. Good, good, good. Got a question for some people. Got a question for some people. Are you successful in man's eyes, but you being rejected by God? Quick question, and I want you to think about this. Are you successful in man's eyes, but in reality, you're rejected by God? I got a couple stories from the word of God that I want you to hear out. I just want, I really want you to listen and let this word hit your spirit. Let this word hit you in the chest real hard. I want you to stand there and take it. I don't know if about y'all. I don't know if y'all remember Baby Boy, and when uh Jody and his homeboy was uh you know riding back on them dudes who I think they had took his bike, and they was sitting there and they was punching them out. You know what I'm saying? And he got to the last person, and he was he said that's my movie. <laughs> okay, Jody, and he was finna uh knock him out. And he was like, don't flinch. Don't flinch, stand up. And homeboy took it like a man. And that's what I want y'all to do with this word tonight. Don't flinch. Some of y'all, I know some of y'all be leaving. Y'all be like, uh-uh. <laughs> some of y'all, I know some of y'all probably be walking around. But I want you to just stand there and take this word. Why? Because it's going to make you stronger. It's going to make you stronger. It's going to make you bolder. It's going to make you ready for this war that's coming your way. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, this war. I know. I know. We worried about you know the Israel war and uh, things that's going on over there. But I want you to know, you got war right at your doorstep. Mm -hmm. You got war right at your doorstep. I, it's good to pray for you know everybody over there and pray for uh, all these wars that's going on around the world. But have you prayed about your war? Yeah, because the devil been bombing you lately. <laughs> yeah, the devil been dropping bombs on you lately on your faith. AK's 47's all through your faith. You at war right now. So I want you to get prepared for this. But in 1 Samuel chapter 15 and 26, I want, look, look, look what it said, y'all. It says, but Samuel said to him, I will not go back with you. So this is the prophet Samuel. He's talking to King Saul. You know, King Saul was anointed king. The people wanted King Saul. You know, the people accepted him. Yeah, they liked the, you know, they liked the way he looked. They probably liked the way he smelled. He was cool. You know, he had a little swag. He was a people pleaser. So the people really liked the King Saul. He was successful in the people eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if, if King Saul was out all day, he probably would have had a lot of followers, y'all. He was that dude. I want y'all, if you got if you got some chance, read uh first Samuel and second Samuel. You'll learn, you'll see about your boy King Saul. He was that dude. Yeah, he was that dude. But his problem was is that he he really wasn't a friend of God. He wasn't accepted by God. He was disobedient to God. But in man's eyes, he was successful. He had the titles, right? He king, so you know he had a nice palace, had a nice little crib. He was riding on chariots, so basically in this day, he had a Tesla. He had a Tesla chariot. Yeah, that's that was King Saul. And he had drip. What you mean by that? He wrote robes. See what I'm saying? Purple robes, probably gold robes. That was him. Had a little jewelry on, probably, because, you know, kings, they, they wore that stuff back in the gap. Right? And then you know he had a lot of you know people. Hey, girls. <laughs> had people screaming his name. He was that dude. He was that dude. Betty had people in his DM. If he was you know in this, he had people in his DM getting at him. That was your boy King Saul, accepted by the people, successful in man eyes. He would have been a lot of goals. Yeah, he would have been goals. He would have been, you probably would have said, I want to have dinner with him versus getting 50000 Me and my bro was talking about that the other day. Y'all probably would have want to have dinner with King Saul because he was that dude. For sure. King Saul was that dude. They, want, they voted him. But the thing is, check it out. It says in verse uh, 15, excuse me, 1 Samuel chapter 15 and 26. It says, I will not go back with you. You have rejected the word of the Lord and the Lord has rejected you. All that clout, all that fame, all that fortune, all that glory, all that drip. But God has rejected you. And this is especially for my young people. 
Because we tend, and sometimes older people too, we tend to follow people who look successful in man eyes. But I want you to start paying a close attention to these people's lives that you deem as successful and, and, and see how they've been rejected by God. Well, how I know they've been rejected by God? They reject his word. That's how you know they're being rejected by God. They rejecting his word. And we just heard that you are a friend of God if you obey what? His word. His word. So another, just answer, let that marinate in your spirit. Let that sit on your temple. Are you being accepted by man, but in reality being rejected by God? Are you number one, number one? Are you a superstar to man, but rejected by God? I got another story to let y'all see what, what I was talking about. In Acts chapter 12, and we're going to start at verse uh, 20. This was your, uh, your boy King Herod, Agrippa. He was another king. Another king that people, you know, he, he had that clout, had the fame, had the fortune. And when I talk about fame, I'm not just talking about fame in the world. See, some of us, we got that hood fame. Right. Some of us got that school fame. So you can have fame just because everybody don't know you in the world don't mean you, you, you're not having that fame. You can have that school fame, you know, that school fame when everybody know you at school. You that bad chick at school, right? Yeah, that's you. You may got your job fame. You may be a, 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 a Walmart worker, but you famous at Walmart. <laughs> you that sexy bagger. <laughs> you that sexy stalker. <laughs> you just famous at Walmart, right? Yeah, that's you. They like the way you wear your uniforms. You that sexy target worker. That's you. You just famous. You got that fame at your uh, at your job. So I don't want y'all to think, well, I ain't famous. No, 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 no. You can be famous. Yeah, you famous at your uh your youth group. Yeah, at your church. You you got that that church fame in your neighborhood. Everybody know where you at. Everybody know where you stay at. They like, oh, that's where that fine girl stay at, right? So you can have that fame in your own little world. You may be YouTube famous. You may be Instagram famous. You may be Twitter famous. And when you post, oh, yeah, you have a praise and worship service in your comment session. When you post pictures, right? Yeah, when you post, everybody, oh, hey, what's up? You get, you get those flames when you post. <laughs> so you famous. So I am talking to you. I don't want you to think I'm just talking to Mr. Agrippa with his worm food self. I ain't talking to no dead person. He gone. Mr. King Agrippa gone. King Saul, they gone. They worm food. So this is applied to us today. Yeah, I want you to know this applies to us today. Now check it out in verse 20. Ride with me now. Come on, ride with me. Somebody like, it's almost seven. I'm about to get ready to go because he taking, he already, I can tell he about to take all day. Man, ride with me. Now, Herod, 
was very angry with the people of Tyra and Saddam, right? So he was angry with the people of South Park and Third Ward. Okay, let me go ahead and break that down to you. That's who he was angry with. He, but he was a king, but he had beef with people in uh, 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 South Park and the Southwest. All right. So they sent a delegation to make peace with him because their cities were dependent upon his country for food. So Herod had influence. Yeah, yeah. He had that. He had that dough to get the food. He was the food stamp office for these uh, cities. And, and you know when when people got influence or when people got that dough, you know how people try to they 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 kind of treat them nicer. They treat them more nicer a little bit, or they they more they more friendly with these people. I don't know. I I, I want y'all to understand when you have influence, is there's a way you have to delegate that influence. You got to have wisdom with that influence. You can't be conceited with that, that influence. And you got to do right by it because God can snatch it away in a second, which we're about to see. So the delegates won the support. They won the support of Herod's personal assistance. Verse 21. And in an appointment with Herod was granted. When the day arrived, Herod, this is king, he put on his royal robe. So basically, he had he, he had swag. He had swag, royal robes. He was he was royal. Can you put that on mute for me? Jelly bean, you can put that on. Thank you. So he had royal robes. I'm letting people in, y'all. I'm sorry, real quick. Hey, welcome to the underground, a place to uh, hear the word of God before you go six feet underground. I appreciate you coming out tonight. When you come in, go ahead and put it on mute for me because we're recording live. Thank you very much. So he had his royal robes on and he sat on his throne, y'all. Yeah, he had a throne. And, and, and mentally and emotionally, we may not have a physical throne, but we have built our own thrones in our lives. You have become the king of your life. You don't ask nobody how to move. Matter of fact, God can't even tell you how to move. Why? Because you king. What's up, king? <laughs> hey, queen. See, we're not, we not knowing, but these words has allowed us. See, because there's always power in the, uh, in the tongue. And we use them verses, you know, to try to manifest certain things that our flesh won't. But understanding that power in our tongue has allowed us to build a throne in our lives. And your boy, King Herod, he sat on his throne. Just like we do. And ain't nobody finna move us from it. Ain't nobody finna tell me what to do. It's my life. We, we, we start talking like that. We start moving like that. Our attitudes be like that. When correction come your way, when rebuke come your way, you, it, you take it kind of salty because guess what? You on the throne of your life. You got your own goals. You got your own plans. And sometimes we don't even check with God. Matter of fact, 
I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna I'm visit that later. So he sat on his throne and check out what he did, y'all. And he made a speech to them, cause you know everybody talk these days. Everybody is making speeches these days. Go on your social media platforms. Everybody is talking these days. I want you guys to be careful to listen to only those if you are a believer. You know, I don't know where your heart is at tonight. But if you are a believer, you got to be careful to listen to people. You want to listen to people that says, thus says the Lord. But I want us to I want us to see how we can fall in love with speeches. We can fall in love with the tone of somebody's voice. It says in verse 22, the people gave him a great ovation. Shout, it's the voice of a God, not of man. I mean, when you talk or when you listen to these people talk, you just feel like, wow. Oh, my God. They sound so deep. They so smart. They so intelligent. Sometimes you feel that way about yourself, right? It's so easy. To, you know, we love to hear ourselves talk. And we think what sometimes, most of the time, we think what we got to say is important. That's what your boy King Harry was going through. And don't, here's the thing. Don't let people uh validate what you're saying. Oh, that's a wrap. Don't let people get in your comment sessions. Yes, yes. Tell, say it again. <laughs> You know that gases us up. Oh man, let me tell you, the new I tell I keep telling y'all the new drug is clout. The new drug is attention. It's no more of this like heroin and crack and all that. That's that. I mean, people still doing it, but that's not the drug that's taking people out. Yo, the comment session, yeah, them DMs. Oh man, that's killing more people. Every, that's killing more people than the crack uh, epidemic. What? The comment session is killing people because it puffs people up. And that's what happened with your boy. Everybody is saying, oh, my God, this is a voice of a guy. Oh, he sound deep. Oh, he sounds smart. Oh, she sound intelligent. Girl, you better tell him. Oh, she sounds so strong and forceful. She sound like an independent woman. And instantly. In verse 23, check it out. Instantly, an angel of the Lord struck Heron with a sickness. Why? Because he accepted the people's worship. You see what I mean? This is accepting. That's why you got to be careful. Some of us got to start killing our flesh because we know how to get people's worship everybody in here everybody in, in here live I, I know you guys i don't know some of you guys personally but hey i've probably met you or know of you all you in here man you got gifts and talents that you know how to use them to get attention let's be real you you got a certain swag that you know how to get what people's worship you know, you know the certain clothes to wear, right? You know how to wear your certain hairstyle. You know how to put on certain makeups. You know the right haircut, right? You know the right shirts to wear. 
You know the right cologne to put on, my brother. Sister, you know the right perfume to put on. You know how to walk. You, you know what I'm saying? You know how to bat them eyes. You know how to get people's worship. And God's saying, be careful. So what you saying, we can't, people can't praise us? I'm not saying that. You know I'm not saying that. But we got to be careful with always wanting people's worship. Always want to validate. We always want validation. Some of us, y'all know y'all posted that picture today just for validation. You wanted people to say, I see you. I see you. Look at you. I see you, Trey. <laughs> Look at you. I like your haircut. Yes. I see you, sis. Girl, you doing it. I see you. That is what we get. That is what we get high off of. That is that that's that that's that needle we sticking in our arm. Some of us, we are we are strung out on attention. We strung out on this thing called clout. We want to be validated. And the reason you want to be validated so much, why? Because you're not a friend of God. See, when you walk with God, he'll validate you. He'll say you're mine. He'll say you're set apart. He'll say I created you in a womb. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. See, he'll tell you these things. But you want a man, you want people in the crowd to say, you have a man, I got, oh, yes, I got, I got. So anyways, look at what he said in verse 23. Instantly. Oh, my God, I can't believe they died. Right? Don't we say that sometimes? Maybe, not saying always, but maybe they was accepting people's worship too much. Just maybe. God got tired of people accepting his worship, not giving him glory. See, God reads the hearts and he knows the minds and he knows the attention of all men. Just maybe. That's why, oh, my God, I can't believe they died. They looked at healthy. What happened? Because he accepted the people's worship instead of giving glory to God. It's important. My brothers and sisters in the faith to give God glory every single day. I'm encouraging you and challenging you tonight. You don't wait to Sunday. Monday through Sunday, you're, it, is your, it is your first duty to give God the glory before you give any man glory, before you give any woman glory, before you give any children glory. It is important. It's very important for us to give God the glory first. Do you see how serious he is about giving him the glory? So what happened to King Herod with his with his robes on and his throne? It says, so he was consumed with worms in that. I told y'all we ain't number worm food. I've been saying that since uh, the, uh, the beginning all the way to the ninth inning. Be a worm food. Body for days. Say, player, she got body for days. Do you hear me? When you see her, you be like, ooh. Say, sis, when you see him, you I mean, you be like, girl, he can get it, right? But I want you to know it. Worm food. It's the lips for me. Worm food. Ooh, I like his eyes. Worm food. 
You can show your pictures to your partners all you want. Worm food. So I can't look good? I mean, what, what you trying to say, preacher? I can't. Not saying that either. Balance. You want to have a balance with your looks. You want to have a balance with the gifts God has given you. Don't get too high. Don't get too mighty. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Let me see if I got another story with that. Oh, so anyways, I want I want to talk to y'all real quick too about the there's there's this little tone in our generation that reminds me of a story in the Bible. The way we talk. You know, as I sit back under the sun and I examine things up under the sun, you know. As I just watch, you know, God has it has called me to be a watchman. If you read Ezekiel, uh you'll study uh how God called some of his people to be watchmen. You watch for when the judgment is coming. You watch out to see what's going on in the world. And when you see it, you're supposed to bring God's word to it and say, wait a minute, this is what God says about this situation. This is what God says about that situation. Uh, watchman job is to study what's going on in the world. You examine what's going on. You read about what's going on in newspapers. You read about what's going on in the culture. You read about what's going on around the world. You read about what's going on, you know, in that city, in this city. You read about what's going on in on the social media platforms. You, you, you just study things out and you say, okay, you bring a word for that. You bring a word for that. You want to put everything up under what thus says the Lord says. That's a watchman's job. So I, as I begin to uh, study out the tone, the atmosphere, the spirit behind this generation. It, it reminds me of this story here. The parable of the rich food. Who he calling food? The parable of the rich food in Luke chapter 12. And we're going to start at verse, uh, let's start at verse 16. Luke chapter 12 and verse 16. So it says, then he told them a story. You know, Jesus was good at telling stories. So I try to practice that too. Just, just try to bring y'all along the story so y'all can uh, understand what he's talking about. A rich man had a fertile form that produced fine crops. So there was this rich man, right? And he had a certain form. He had some land. And he had crops that he produced and they was fine. What you mean by that? They was good looking crops. So when you looked at his business or when you looked at his business ventures or when you looked at his life, it looked like he had it going on. When you looked at her life, I mean, it just looked like, hey, she got it going on. Fine crops, fine houses, fine cars, fine looks, fine vacations. Yeah, when I look at his life, it, look, it looks fine. It looks good. That was this rich man that God is talking about. In verse 17, he said to himself, I want y'all to see, see, he said to himself. So he's already uh, out of whack. I want you to stop talking to yourself and start talking to God more. 
That's for somebody. Stop talking to yourself and start talking to God more. See what thus says uh, the Lord says, not what you're saying. Because, you know, when you talk to yourself, you're going to tell yourself what you want to what hear. You're going to tell yourself what you want to hear. You're not going to tell yourself what's going against what your flesh want to do. I told y'all we want to do stuff that the flesh want to do. Why? Because it just feels good. Touch somebody and say, girl, it just feels good. Say, player, touch somebody and say, it just make my flesh feel good when I do that. When I watch that, when I listen to that, when I drink that, when I smoke that. I know it's bad, but guess what? It just feels good. It feels good. Uh, it just feels good. And so he talking to himself and he's saying, what should I do? I ain't worried about what God want me to do. What should I do? Yeah, it's, it's, all, it's all about me, 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 me. Forget about God, 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 God. So when I'm going to get up. Shout out to the 90s, man. I'm on my 90s tip today. Up, just my. <laughs> but what should I do? Is that what you're saying tonight? Is that what you're saying about your future? Man of God, woman of God? I'm talking to the believers right now. Because I want to get the believers back on track. I want to get them right, with right standing with God. I want to get them with being friends of God. Is that what you're saying tonight, believer? What I'm going to do? Yeah, what I'm going to do. Is that what you're saying tonight, player? What I'm going to do? And he says, I don't have room for all my crops. So all my crops, do you understand what that means? Was overflowing. Basically, homeboy had racks on racks on racks on racks. Yeah, he, he had so many crops, he didn't even have room to store it. That's how that's how he was stunned. He was doing it. And that's what some of us trying to get. That's goals for some of us. We trying to get to a point where we don't have room for all our stuff. We want to be so uh have so much possessions and so much money and so much this and so much that that we don't even have room to store. That is goals for majority of our generation. When you get to this level, when you don't have room, people look at you like, oh, they doing it. And if you say anything about people with this type of lifestyle, guess what? You just hating. Well, I want y'all to know some of y'all going to call God a hater tonight. Because you're going to see what he said about this, 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 this person with all his crops, with these racks. Again, I want you to hit a tone of this brother's conversation. I want you to hear the spirit, how he's talking, how he's making goals, how he's making plans. That is what I want you guys to get. The Holy Spirit wants you to get. Then he said, I know, I know. See, see the I know what I'm gonna do again. I know what I'm gonna do. I tear down my bones and build bigger ones. So come on now, according to our flesh. So he about to build a bigger house. Yes. I see you. He finna build a bigger house. Stop hating. Just, uh, you hating because he finna build a 10 bedroom. Why you hating because she got a 20 bedroom? You hating. 
Congratulate people. That's what's going on. He said, I'm going to tear down this little, this little stuff I got going, and I'm finna build a big one. Matter of fact, he finna, he finna have his own class and teach people how to get like him. And everybody go pay to go to it, too. <laughs> uh, say believers, real quick, stop paying to go to sessions and listen to people who don't even believe like you. What's wrong with you? Stop doing that. Come on now. You better than that. That was for somebody. So that's what he said. He said, I'm finna tell all this down and, I, and I'm finna build bigger ones. Yeah, I'm finna build bigger ones. Then he says, then I have room enough to store all my wheat and other goods. So he's already planning to have more goods. <laughs> yeah, he already, he know he gonna have some more goods. Why? Because he's speaking into existence. He's speaking life. He's speaking positive into the atmosphere. So he go, he definitely gonna have him some more goods. And he don't got time for nobody hating. He's all his mind is already made up that he's gonna have other goods and he gonna have wheats. He gonna have more wheat too. And he already made up in his mind that what he finna build is go is gonna come to pass. Can't tell him nothing. Cause he came up with all me. That's all him. And then in verse 19, guess what he said, y'all? He says, uh, and I sit back and say to myself again, talking to himself. Three times he talking to himself. I ain't even, I mean, my friend, you have enough, my friend. He called himself my friend. <laughs> Not a friend of God, but he called himself his own friend. Me, myself, and I, that's all I got, and it is, that's what I found out. Some of y'all, some of y'all walked, that's your, that's your, that's your tone to your, to your life. Me, myself, and I, that's all I got, and it is, that's your tone. Okay. He says, I will say to myself, you have enough stored away for years to come. Look at that pride talking. Yeah, I got I, I got me a savings. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saving up for retirement. Saving up because I want to travel. I want to travel. I want to be able to travel. I want to be able to take my kids on vacation. I just want to, you know, live life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hear you. I hear you, player. I hear you. I hear you, player. I know you 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 finna invest in some properties, you finna invest in the stock market. I feel you, player. I hear you talking. I hear it. And he says, I'm gonna store away for years to come. And then he says, and I'm gonna take it easy. Because that's what we all are working towards, right? That that's what we think that we was created for, right? To just work, 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 work. And then take it easy in our later days. And then we just want to eat. He said, I want to eat. I want to go to, you know, Papa Cito's. I want to go to Papa Do's. I want to go to Steak 48. You know, I just want to live. 
You know, and I'm tired of Timmy Chins. I'm I'm tired of the value menu. I'm tired of Jack in the Box two tacos, ninety nine cents. I'm tired of that. I'm trying to get steak forty eight. I want papacitos. I want some snow crabs. I want some shrimp already peeled. You know, that's what I want. And why is that bad? Gosh, and I want to eat. I want to drink too. Yes, I want that good henny. Yeah, I want that good vodka. I don't want no taco vodka. I want that good vodka. I want a drink. I want a toast. Yes. I want some mimosas. <laughs> I want to be able to take them, uh, what you call those pictures when they when they go, I want boomerangs with my drinks. Yeah, there we go. I'm trying to get hip to the, you know, the new the social media a little bit. Yeah, I want to eat, drink. I want to post pictures and I want to be married. Yes. Yes, that's what I want to do. <laughs> but let's hear what God got to say. In verse 20, he said, but God said to him, God stepped in. <clears throat> Can you imagine God just said, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, <laughs> worm food? Yeah, excuse me. Yeah, I know you got your plans and everything, but uh. Just, I just want to talk to you real quick. I mean, I created you for a purpose. I did have a plan for your life. Yeah, I'm just saying, <clears throat> excuse me. And he said, you fool. Oh, God, you hating. Why he got to be a fool, God? Why you hating? Oh, he a hater. God a hater. I'm telling you, court, in our culture today, if you, if you was to talk down on this dude goes like this, and the way he's talking, he's talking positive. Why you hate? Let them live. Let them be. But God said you a fool. The way you talking. You a fool the way you setting your goals. Yeah. Well, your foundation is built on sinking sand. It ain't built on a rock of Christ. So that's that's foolish talk to me. Yeah, it sounds like big talk, but it's a lot of foolish talk. Yeah, it's sound. I told you there's a sound to the way people talk these days. You gotta, you gotta really have the that that ear of discernment. Ladies, that's what you need to pray about, really, too. Hey, you need to ask God, God, help me hear the sound of foolishness. Yeah, because I, I get caught up in, in the way it, it makes me feel, God. So I really can't hear the foolishness behind his talk. So God, can you give me, I'm, I'm, I'm telling y'all, somebody need to pray for this. Can you give me an ear to hear the fool in his talk? Because when he talking to me, God, he be smelling good. He just came from the gym. He got them gray sweatpants on, God. You know, I like his tattoos, right? And he got dreads. So, God, all I'm saying, can you can you please help me hear the sound? Please. Because I fall for it every time, God. And then I end up looking like, what a fool. God said, you fool, you would die this very night. I told y'all, man. God said, I'll come snatch your soul tonight. God said, I'm talking about riding out tonight. I only die out now. Yeah. God say, I'm talking about riding out tonight. I'll come snatch your soul tonight. 
Till somebody say tonight, nights like this, shout out to the five heartbeats. But God say, I snatch your soul tonight. Why you making all them goals? Disrespecting me like that without even checking with me. You better check with the dumb before you make goals. You better check with the boss before you make goals like that. You better check with the done daughter before you lay down like that. We ain't even checking with the boss. Here's the thing. I don't know. Check me out, though. Oh, my God. It's almost seven because I'm about to go because the game about to come on. Look, that's, that's what some of y'all <laughs> My show, Love and Hip Hop, coming on. He needs to hurry up. He needs to hurry up. But check it out. Don't some of y'all, when, when, when you want to get your off days, right, and when you at work, who do you check with? When you got plans to be off, when you got plans to, you know, do your thing, or you you got plans right now, okay, I'm taking a vacation, so let me check with my who? My boss. We know how to do that in the physical. I need us to start getting like that in the spirit, in the mental. We need to check with our boss. Check with God. Hey, God, this is what I want to do with my life. What do you think? And I'm telling you, he will let you know. Oh, yes. God God is in the business of letting you know. Mm -hmm. he, matter of fact, he didn't let some of y'all know about a couple of things already. <laughs> I'm just here to remind you of, hey, didn't God let you know about that already? Why are you still going back and forth? Why? Stop playing with God like that. And then God said in verse 20, let me read verse 20 one more time. It says, but God said to him, you fool. So I'm telling y'all, next time y'all hear people just talking and making big plans and talking about what they go do next year and where they go be at and where they go travel, just don't say it out loud. But in your mind, just be like, fool. Because I'm telling y'all, y'all go, y'all go experience it. Y'all go experience it this week or it's coming up. You just gonna be like, oh my God, fool! God can snatch out your soul tonight. Then who will get everything you work for? You ever think about that? Everything you working for and everything you trying to achieve. I'm just trying to uh, paint a, a, a clear picture for you guys because there's a lot of smoke in y'all eyes. You know when you have your windows up, they call it a uh, a uh, uh, smoke box, whatever it call. You know, when you was back back in the gap, not not now. You I know y'all don't do that now, right? Because y'all save, right? But back in the gap, you know, you used to roll the windows up so you can get that full contact. Well, I'm here to give you that full contact. Yeah, yeah, I want you to feel it. Yeah, I want you to, instead of getting high off, I want you to get high off this word tonight. So I'm just trying to paint a clear picture for you. Can you see me now? <laughs> can you see me now? Can you see me now? Shout out to the 90s again. But everything that you're working for, like think about it. Everything you're working for, you're striving for, you who you who who, who go who you gonna leave it to? If God was to say, I'm gonna go ahead and get that soul up off you, go ahead and give me that soul. Let me get that about you. Yeah, if God was to just come tap you, let me come get that about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sleep tonight and God just say, let me get that soul about you. Yeah, go ahead and get that. Yeah, get 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 that about you. I got you. Yeah. Just just a thought. 
Just a thought. Now, I'm not against making plans. I don't want y'all to leave out of here talking about, well, I ain't, ain't going to make no plans. I'm going to just, just leave. No, 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 I'm not. <laughs> you got to break stuff down so people because they'll take it and run with it. Where the voice said, don't make no plans, just leave. I'm not against making plans. All I'm saying, can you check with God? Can you holler at God for a moment? Right? That's all I'm trying to say. Hey, let's talk about uh real quick. And if you got, uh, honestly, for real, for real, if you do got to go, I totally understand. But I just got to tackle a lot of things. Sometimes I be have to tackle these things because I see what's going on. And honestly, I don't know if God go snatch my soul. Yeah, I don't be knowing y'all. So I be so filled with a lot of things that I need to get out. Because I never know. I'm not entitled to be back here next week or, you know, whenever I get on the underground just because I'm preaching God's word. That means, oh, well, he go, no, I don't know if I'm going to be back. So I just want to make sure I can drop this knowledge on you. That's it. But real quick, I want to talk to some gigolos tonight. Yeah, do you mind? Can we talk to some gigolos? And what, 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 what do you mean by gigolos? Let's give a clear definition of what a gigolo is. It's a man living off the earnings or gifts of a woman, especially a younger man, supported, oh my God, supported by an older woman in return for his sexual attention and companionship. Mm. And I want you to know, we got to understand this, right? Because, uh, if you want to inherit the kingdom of God, she can't pay your phone bill no more, player. <laughs> you gonna have to figure out how. You, oh my God, you gonna have to figure out how you gonna get that fifty, cause I, I I hear you, cause you know I hear you saying you believe in God and you praying to God, but I mean you living with I, what we gonna do about this situation, cause I'm talking to some brothers tonight. I know this goes sting too. Because this is your bread and butter right now, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This is who you've been living with, right? Because, you know, you're trying to get back on your feet. You've been trying to get back on your feet for the last four years, though, player. I'm just saying. I mean, you still ain't on your feet now? How long this uh situation go last, man? Hmm? I think we have got uh very comfortable with this certain lifestyle. Living off the earnings. Of, of 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 women we're taking advantage and y'all know what i'm talking about now i'm finna get into your uh your motives tonight mm -hmm. now i'm finna get into your, your your mind tonight i'm finna really make you think tonight you have a lifestyle player and this is a spirit so women pay close attention too now right because you know uh, you may not be a gigolo, but you got some uh, sugar daddies, right? He, yeah, 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 you know. I got a friend. He helps me with my, uh, with my, you know, my tuition and everything. He's a good friend of mine. That's a sugar daddy. Stop playing. <laughs> Stop playing. No, no, no. He's a, he's a, uh, he's an older friend. He, he, you know, he's my mentor. <laughs> Oh my God, we are we are very clever. We have become very clever. But God says, "I pickaboo, I see you." That's what God wanted to tell some of His kids tonight. Pickaboo, I see you. Yeah. 
So I want to read first King in 14, and then I'm gonna start at verse 22. All right. First King chapter 14, and I'm gonna start at verse 22. So it says, during Rehoboam's reign, right? So you know, somebody was reigning. This was like basically uh doing President Biden's uh reign or President Trump or President Obama's uh presidential. Uh, the people of Judah did what was evil in the Lord's sight. So up under these uh, presidents or up under the leaders, people was just acting a fool, y'all. Laws was getting passed and people just started being evil. Yeah, people was acting up, y'all. They was just doing evil. They was living evil, talking evil, lusting evil. They was just doing it up. And when they, you got to understand, when we begin to live like that, uh, children of God, look what it says. It provoked his anger. See, when we start just living any kind of way and not, you know, checking with God, ain't worrying about what God say, it start, you know, God just sit back and say, okay, now, you, you ever had your parents and you was acting a certain way and they just look at you and say, okay, now, go sit down somewhere. What's going on? You're provoking their anger. Yeah, they 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 getting tired of, of, of how you living. They getting tired the way your pride is. They getting tired the way you acting. They getting tired of the places you're going. You know, they getting tired of this gigolo lifestyle. He, he he say, I'm getting tired of this. You got sugar daddies over here. You they flying you out to Miami. You know, they putting money on your books, such as uh, such and such. Yeah, they just cash apping you for some uh lunch, right? <laughs> God say, uh, I'm, I'm it's it's really making me angry. Mhm, mm mhm, mm mhm, mm mhm. Tell somebody say, mhm, mm mhm, mm mhm. Okay, and then he says, for it was even worse than that of the of their ancestors. He say they they cutting up more than their ancestors. He said, yeah, I thought they ancestors. That's why I don't be understanding why people be talking about, I'm talking to my ancestors. Your ancestors was uh, wicked too. You need to talk to God. Stop talking to your ancestors. Put that, uh, that uh, uh, what, what's that stuff called? With the smoke. You know, put all that stuff up. Put the crystals away. Put all that up. Put your little uh, Tina Turner chant. I think no, don't call me daddy. Put all that away. You need to talk straight to God right now. Because God said, y'all acting worse than your ancestors, baby. He said, y'all cutting up tonight. And then in verse 23, y'all, he says, for they also built for themselves pagan shrines and set up sacred pillars and poles on every high hill and under every green tree. So you got to understand, they was building uh, these altars that was worshiping different gods you may be thinking well I, I that ain't me i don't build altars i don't have no altars you have different altars in your heart some of your altars your your, your shrines is your relationship some of your altars can be money some of your altars can be your image it's it's, it's like more important than god this is what he's talking about some of your altars can be uh the fajana Right. Some of your altars can be uh, the, 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 the penis. Oh, my God. I can't. Yeah, I, I, I like to kick the door down and let you know it's real. 
Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and put it. Some of your altars can be uh, weed. Some of your altars can be uh, the, the dro. Exos. That's some of our altars. Some of your altars can be uh, uh, the, 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 uh, the homosexual relationships you got going on. These are people altars. What do you mean? They, 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 they refuse to tear them down because it's too important. I don't care what God says about it. This, this altar I have in my life, it's important to me. And I don't want to go to any church. I don't want to hear any preacher who try to talk about my altars. Let me live. This is when you know your altar is very important to you. This is this is when you know you sound. Yes, sir. That, that's exactly what it is. It's an idol. Exactly. It's an idol. You're in, in our day and age. Our image is our idol. Your image is your idol. Let me ask you, when the last time have you read a verse and read it over and over and over and over again? Think about what I'm saying. Now, think about how we do pictures. We'll take a picture and do it over and over and over and over again until what? We get it right. But when we see a verse, we'll be like, oh, that was good. That was good. That was good. We ain't trying to read it over and over and over again until we get it right. We're not trying to practice it over and over again until we get it right. Nah. But our image, oh, we'll get that. We'll do that over and over again. We'll try over until we get this image that we have in our minds of ourselves. That's what I'm I'm worried about. And that's what he's talking about. That's what you have uh, built. He says that they have built it on every high hill. That means it is high in your life. Right? There were even male and female shrine prostitutes throughout the land. Gigolos. I want you to know that's you're practicing prostitution. Let's just call it what it is. Uh lady, uh when you when you have this uh sugar daddy thing going on, I want I know it's 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 just your friend to you but in the eyes of God because remember we're trying to figure out uh, if, we, if we're trying to be friends with God you're practicing prostitution you know we're no worse than the people that we that we physically see on the street walking back and forth prostituting themselves looking for the highest bidder see let me tell you something when we look at our social media platforms these days some of y'all posting and you looking for the highest bidder You looking who go be in your DM, and that's who you go give your attention to. Who? The highest bidder. What is the highest bidder? Somebody who's going to make your image that you have in your mind come to life. That is your highest bidder. You have an image in your mind. And whoever can make that come to pass, that's who I sell myself to. And God said, but I bought you, though. Bought you with blood. They only buy you with money. They only buy you with vacations. They only buy you with vagina. They only buy you with uh, the penis. They only buy you with head game. Bought you with my blood. You see what I'm saying? See, we have got so, listen to me, y'all. 
this is why it's so important to like set ourselves apart, man. Like seriously, because once you begin to set yourself apart, you begin to see how you really out here. I'm able to speak this because God revealed this to me. I've been walking with God for 16 years and majority of that time, it hurts to see what I had sink to. It, it, it hurts to see like, wow, I was really out there like, dang God, my bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know it, see in our culture, it's, it's look upon very uh you get you get cool points if you're doing certain things, you know. You 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 get a pat on your back, but I want you to know you you just like a female out there with them heels on. You might as well put some heels on, play, and walk and walk on bissonette. Cause that's how you really moving in the eyes of God. You prostituting yourself. And can I say this? Some of y'all selling yourself for cheap. If you, I'm all about telling people to live their life, whichever way it is. See, I, I always tell, and my youth will, uh, validate me on this. I don't, I'm not there to save people's souls. I'm not there to get you to believe in Jesus. Man can't do that. I can't do that. No, no, no. I'm not here to make you make you believe like me. No, no, no. I'm here to bring uh, the word to you and, and, and bring it to your doorstep like Amazon, FedEx. And you feel me and make you make a decision. So I'm here to tell all y'all, like, stop being lukewarm about your life. What you mean by that? Man, if you go be that, if you go live that lifestyle, stop being in and out with it. Go ahead and give it your best shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you go be a prostitute with your life, go ahead and give it, give it your best shot. Stop being lukewarm with it. Because what, what, what am I saying? You selling yourself for cheap. I keep telling y'all, the devil got y'all for cheap, man. The devil got, he ain't doing nothing for y'all. If you go ride with the devil, you need to tell him, look, devil, you need at least give me some of them kingdoms you was talking about in the Matthew chapter four. Yeah, give me some of that glory. But the devil got, I mean, what you got? What the devil giving you? And you selling yourself to him. What is he really giving you? You playing yourself, child of God. You what you got somebody you can cuddle with. You got somebody you can take pictures with. Come on, man. That's what I'm look where our minds at. Look, look how we think of ourselves. As long as we get what? That new drug called attention. As long as we get that new drug that can fill our feelings up, yeah, we good. So I, this is what I want you to do. I, I, when you see somebody strung out on drugs, don't you say a word to them. Don't you dare judge them and say they need to get their life together because I want you to know some of us right now, we strung out. We strung out. You, you know the will of God of your life, but you so addicted to prostituting yourself. You can't get away. You can't get away. But tonight, God wants to call you out of that. See, this is why I come on here. I'm a voice for the kingdom of God to say, hey, God is calling you up out of that lifestyle. Tonight. Right now. 
You may say, but it's hard. But that, that you fall on your face. You call, you say, God, look. Look, God, it's, it's me. It's me again. I really want to do your will, God. I really do. But it's hard for me, God. Can you help me? Can you show me? And be prepared to what he show you. Some of y'all, y'all know he didn't show you. I don't even got to tell you. You know he didn't show you. What it is. But because what? You're so addicted. And to my fellows out there, man, here's something I want to tell you. Some of you guys have really taken on this, this, this role of hating God's women. I don't know what happened to you in, in, in middle school. Uh, I don't know what happened to you uh, with your first girlfriend. I don't know how she broke your heart. But you have a lot of bitterness going on in you, player. You got a lot of unforgiving going on in you. Let me read you a couple of verses in Mark 11, chapter 25. It says, and wherever you stand praying, forgive if you have anything against anyone. So that your father also who is in heaven may forgive you your sins. Some of y'all players, some I'm talking to my brothers now. You out here saying you believe in God, but you, you bitter. You angry. You see him talking about you ain't going to never get married. You ain't going to never. What, what's wrong with? Come on now. I'm saying it because I used to talk like that. I get it. But I'm telling you what it is, is bitterness. You can't get over that hurt. You see what I'm saying? In Ephesians chapter 4 and 32, check out what God said. It says, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. Then it also says in Ephesians chapter 4 and 26 and 27, be angry, do not sin. Don't let the sun go down on your anger and give no opportunity to the devil. See, when you walk around in that bitter spirit, when you walk around in that unforgiving spirit, my brother, you're giving room to the devil. You see what I'm saying? To be free and flexible. Yeah. You walking around here in this unforgiving spirit, and I, I, I'm gonna need you to stop doing that. Okay. Today, today, I'm gonna need you to stop doing it. Forgive, my brother. I look in the comments. Sometimes I go through. I, I, I'm, I'm studying these relationship channels because I want to see what's going on in the minds of my brothers. And you go to the comment sessions, and I mean, y'all just telling all these sad stories. About why you ain't gonna never get uh trust a woman and I don't like women no more. You some of y'all borderline, I don't know. I'm like, is y'all what's what's wrong with you? You gotta y'all letting this home of spirit. I don't know what's going on. I seen one coming and talking about, yeah, man, we need to go our own way. Let's 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 build our own world. Uh-uh. Where you going with all them dudes? I ain't finna build no that's what I'm saying. This bitterness got you talking foolishness, my brother. You know, and I'm telling you, I know what happened. I already know what happened. Most of the time, you 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 was in love. That's what it was. You know that 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 first. You know that you was taken out, 
Mm-hmm. You start thinking about a future. <laughs> oh my god. You start thinking about a future with her. You you was buying Valentine's stuff for, her, right? You were sending her songs. <laughs> you went to Sharpstown and took pictures with her. You know them imagery pictures? You 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 did that type of stuff with her. Y'all went on vacations. You was drawing in the sand for her. <laughs> And, and, and I don't know what happened. You had so much expectations, my brothers. And, 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 and some went left. Right? And that happens in life. But I gotta, I'm, I'm gonna be real. Some of some of us need to get those spirits like our sisters. We gotta, we gotta admit it. Man, they know how to get they get hurt, but they keep on loving, man. I ain't gonna lie. Y'all know they do that. And we need to learn from them on that. I'm telling you, some of y'all, 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 y'all just get hard. matter of fact. Let, let me do this, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna let y'all go. But y'all know I'm acting a fool tonight. This is how some of y'all be. <laughs> this is how some of you dudes be after you get your heart broke, and God trying to make you move on. But this is how you be. Let's go. Come on, underground. This is how some of you dudes be. You be in the comment section talking about, I can't take <laughs> You got to get over this, player. I'm going to need you to move on. Okay? I'm going to need you. <laughs> some of y'all be in the comment section, and this is what y'all be typing. Come on. Tell us what they be typing. Tell us what they be saying. Look here. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> Right now, I'm praying for all you brothers out there who go hear this in right now in the future. God said it's time to move on. You can't be talking, can't you? <laughs> it's time to move on. Okay. Ask God to help you move on from your uh, I don't know, your eighth grade relationship. As I know she went with the basketball player. He was finer than you. What you expect? Huh? You seen they move, you know, they like how things look. You seen how Eve, she liked how the apple looked. They looked it better. <laughs> Let me stop. Yeah, they was taller than you. You got to get over these things, you know? It's okay. God has somebody for you. And she's going to love you, my brother. All right? All right, man. Y'all know I wasn't trying to give y'all this whole buffet. I was just trying to give you a salad bar this thing. But guess what? God spoke to us tonight. I appreciate you coming out to the underground, a place to hear the word of God before you go six feet underground. Who am I? I was just the voice of one calling out saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven at hand. One more time for my brothers who are going through it right now. Let's go. Y'all have a good one. Take
I'm praying for y'all, brothers. I'm praying for you, man. Y'all have a good one, man. It's the underground. <laughs>